Well, you know, even if we're not here, Big Brother is still watching. Whether you believe that Big Brother is government or God, but somebody's <laughs> always watching. Welcome to the Father and Son Podcast, where my father and I discuss anything that's been on our minds lately. In this week's episode, we discuss whether parents should monitor their kids' phones. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Baba. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energetic. Why? Because I ate before we started. You should eat every time before we start. <laughs> yeah, I will. I have a question for you. Okay. When you have a teenager, will you monitor their phone or computer, their devices? Will you monitor your children's devices? Will I monitor their devices? I mean, I can answer from my, from, from as a 16-year-old and say... No, of course not. I, I trust them 100%. But at the same time, I also don't know what it's like to have that parenting mindset. So I can't, I can't answer for sure without fully understanding the decision process and the mindset of a parent. So I don't, I would, for right now, I would probably say yes. I would probably monitor the devices. So let me make it real or let me make it more real. It's absolutely sensible and logical that you, you don't know what it's like to have a child. But you know what it's like to have tiny little brothers? Yes, I would monitor the devices. <laughs> you would yes, monitor I would monitor, especially Ayub. I don't know what Ayub's <laughs> going to do on the internet. Why? Because I feel like it would be easier to catch them young and put out the habit than let it become a full-fledged thing. Instead, You know what I'm saying? Like Before, if I can catch them doing something bad straight away... And I can just get I can get rid of that seed of badness before it like plants and becomes a full of a tree, a habit. Then yes, I would probably do that, even if they would get upset and which they would be. You would be like, "What are you doing? You're not my dad." But I think I would. But I don't think you should monitor my devices. Though I'm just talking about them, not me. Yeah, no, no, we're talking just about them, not about you. What about this notion of why can't you just trust them? Why can't you just trust them? Because. Or, or don't you trust them? No, I think there's a difference between trusting them. Is also you have to understand that you you don't just trust a newborn with a knife. Like you, they're not ready yet. They're not they're not at that stage where you trust them. Of course, but you trust them in their capabilities. You don't trust them with like you won't give a you uh, um, ignition for a rocket and say don't touch. I, I trust you not to turn it on and don't press the big red button. But you trust them in what you know they're comfortable with. But you don't put them out. You don't. You don't put them in extreme situations, and the internet is very much an extreme situation, right? On the outside, it may look warm and fuzzy in this great place, but it's really just a a toxic place. It's a toxic wasteland. If it's a toxic wasteland, why are you on it? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know how to answer that. I, w- I would answer by saying. I don't, I don't think it's a toxic wasteland. I don't think that's the right analogy. How would you describe it? I think I would say there are many islands of goodness in the sea of toxic waste. <laughs> okay, I agree with that. And so the internet has enabled my career. Mm-hmm. I started my career as a, as a web developer. A lot of what I've learned is from the internet. I communicate with my clients now via the internet. If it wasn't for the internet... 
would be a completely different path. And even the past year without the internet, I would have no business. Yeah. So I'm in many ways grateful to the internet, believe in the internet, think the internet is hugely valuable and he, and believe it's hugely dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so that that's how I think about the internet. It's kind of like a sharp knife. You can use it to do a lot of great things like carve wood, but you can also use it to kill people. It just depends on how you use it. Yeah, in, in a sense. Yeah, yes. Yes, exactly. And so getting back to our initial conversation, would you monitor your children's devices? When you put it like that, yes, I would monitor. I wouldn't, I don't think I would ban things. Like, of course, I would try to prevent them from going to certain sites and, cer- and doing certain things. But I would large, have you watched the movie Divergent? Have you read any of the books? No. So it's basically a, it's basically this dystopian world where the people are living in a place in Chicago, but it's like a wasteland. Outside of Chicago is a wasteland. Chicago is like the only city and they think they're the only people left. They think that's the only city left. And then as the series progresses to the second book, it goes to the third book, sorry, they discover they're not, they're actually part of an experiment. They're, they're being watched by, by these over, not these overlords, these scientists trying to fix humanity. And They've been, they've, been let, they've been just leaving them for generations and, and just monitoring them. The, the people in Chicago got into a war. And then once that happened, the, the scientists stepped in and changed things up. And I'm not going to say protected them, but they were, they, were, they were just making sure they didn't all kill themselves and didn't harm themselves. So I think it's kind of like that. I think it's, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to control what they're doing, but you're letting them do what they, letting your kids do what, you're, what they want. But at the same time, you're making sure they don't come to any harm. That's the idea, yeah. But so l- let's make it real. Let's make it real and say what is it the situation you're in. So we let you get a smartphone. Was it last year? Um, July, July uh, of last year. But what? The what momentous idea? moment. The momentous moment that were you sixteen? Yeah. Okay, at sixteen, you finally got a smartphone. Before that, you had dumb phone. Mm-hmm. And but what what I did was I installed a Microsoft. Um, family protection yeah, yeah. software on both your phone and your computer, which allows me to monitor where you go and allows me to block sites. Yes, I am aware of that. Yes, and you, I block sites and I, I, the computer shuts off at 10. And if you want any more time, you have to request more time. You don't have access to the app store. All apps have to go through me or, or my approval. So that's probably more, more restrictions than I would assume most children your age have. Yes, it is definitely more restrictions than most kids my age have. And so you you said that when, for your brothers, you would monitor the devices. Yeah. So do you agree? So I would assume... No, I I don't disagree with what you're doing at all. That's why I'm not like, that's why I'm not pushing back against it. Like, I I agree with what you're doing. So let me ask you a question, but I, I want you to answer honestly. Have you ever tried to circumvent the protections you have in place? I haven't tried to circumvent it, but there have been times where I don't know what's happened. Maybe the app is glitched or the system went down for a couple of hours where the the restrictions go away and I I don't tell you straight away and I go about my life until they turn back on and then that's what what does it go about my life mean? If I can just open the app store, I don't my sometimes it doesn't close at 10 o'clock. I just go with it. (laughs) Go with it means you do things that otherwise... you, you I mean, like, be... I don't do anything bad. Like, I'm not going like looking at bad things. But like, if I, ha- like, for example, I can't, I can't open Google articles because um, you've blocked Google. But when the when the whole system glitches and it goes down, 
I can I can open them. So like, I'll just start looking at articles on. Oh, so you use your new, newly found freedom to look at Google scholarly Google articles. I wouldn't call them scholarly, <laughs> but yeah. So you, you are just a really good kid. I mean, I mean, it doesn't go down that much, so I don't really have an opportunity. So I wouldn't call myself a good kid. Now, but. okay. So if you, if I, let's just say I, I believe that to take your knife analogy, mm-hmm. you have to cut yourself to learn, you know, to, to learn how to respect the knife. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the knife or give you full unrestricted access to the internet and a laptop and a phone, and you can use it in your room whenever you want. Am I allowed to close my door? And you'll have to close your door. Okay, cool. Do you think you'd continue your good kid trend? No, I don't. I, I mean, probably you, for you, like you a month. Don't you want to think about that before? No, I don't. I, I know the answer. I don't have to think about it. Like, I know the answer. I think for a month and a half, maybe let's say two months if we're, if we're being, um, generous. If we're being generous, I think, yeah, I would be, I would be just fine. I, would, I wouldn't do anything bad. But then something will pop up a ad or something and I'll click it and I'll go down a rabbit hole and that'll just become a new habit and I won't like it'll just become a new normal to me and I won't even think it's bad I'll just think it's normal and that's how it that's how it usually happens with me you know you know how I know that's true because you know my phone no not because I look at your phone because that's what happens with adults too there's very little difference between adults and children or teenagers with the exception of maybe you have, I don't know, I don't know what the less percentage Less stress? Not less stress. You have more testosterone. Or not to, you know, you have more raging hormones, whatever is going on. Yeah, cocktail uh, of life. And, and probably more curiosity. But there's very little difference between an adult and going down, the, you know, jumping in the toxic elements of the internet. And, and, the, and so when adults are fearful of their kids, because most likely they probably do all that stuff for themselves and they're trying to protect their children from it. Uh-huh. It's not because... We're good and you're bad. So you, you think that the protections we have in place is causing you not to go down those rabbit holes, as you call yeah, them? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I really... Yeah. Are, are you just saying that because I'm here? No. I think that... I'm, you're, I'm, I don't get in trouble if I say yes or no for this question, but I think, yeah. I don't... I'm avoiding all these things right now because I know you guys... Are, Big Brother is watching. Well, you know, even if we're not here, Big Brother is still watching. Whether you believe that Big Brother is government or God, but somebody's <laughs> always watching. But it's different if it's parents. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think it is. I think it is a big difference. And I'm not gonna say like I'm all like happy about it and thanks, Dad, you're protecting me. But I, I and some part of me, I do understand why you're doing it. And when I'm older, I'm probably gonna agree with. I, I do agree with you now. But when I'm older, I'm probably gonna be more grateful for that fact. Here is now the risk in my mind, of doing what I'm doing, which is waiting until you're 16 to give you a phone, putting restrictions in place, monitoring your computer time and monitoring your websites, Mm -hmm. is that very soon I won't be doing that. Yeah. And so the risk is you have all these controls in place and all of a sudden you have no controls. Now I'm going to go crazy. Well, that's the risk. Yeah. Or, or you can get over whatever temporary insanity happens when you're a teenager. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm over that hump now. So it's a 50-50. I, I don't know what the percentage is, but what do you think? Like the right, I can give you like some, some nice philosophical answer, but I think the correct answer is I don't know. I, I, right now, if we're talking about, so say I'm 18, and 
I, I think during these years from like 14 to 18, like a lot of change happened. So I think in two years, I'll be completely different than what I am now, both physically and mentally. So I would hope my 18 year old self is a lot more mature. I think by the time I'm 18, like going the, the way things are going right now, I'll consider myself like a full-fledged adult. If I, if I have a job, I'll, I'll consider myself I'm an adult now. I'm no longer like a kid. Right now, I'm a, I'm, I, I know I'm not an adult. I know I'm still a teenager. But by the time I'm 18, I'll, I think I'll respect myself differently. I'll think of myself differently. I think I'd have the self-restraint to avoid going down all these things. Or I won't. I'll be exactly the same at 18 and I'll mess up a lot more. So what, what kind of person do you think you, you, you need to be by 18 is it ju- that doesn't jump into the toxic, you know, aspects of the internet? I need to be more rounded religiously as well as I need to be, I need to be more rounded Islamically. I need to have a better understanding of like cuz right now I'm just, we're just, I'm just doing the motions. I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm making dhikr, I'm do, I'm doing all of that. But by the time I'm 18, I want to be fully like I'm going to be fully with the program. Like I want to be fu- I want to be you know what I mean? Doing what? Doing. You mean being religious? Yeah, uh, being religious, understanding Islam, understanding the philosophy, understanding all of that, and I think understanding that and understanding that will make me a better person, make me a be- make me more mature, make me stop stop myself from doing something that I know is wrong because it's haram or some or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I think if I'm especially because I'm going to this university, right? My One of my hopes is that it's going to help me Islamically. It's helped me grow as an, into like a good Islamic adult. You know what I'm saying? I do know. So you, you're saying that the kind of person that doesn't go down the wrong rabbit holes... Mm-hmm. For the most part, not not 100%, but like 90%. For the most part, there is no... Yeah, you're not an angel. Is somebody whose spirituality is not surface. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's real. Like they it's, understand it. Like they're they're really, they're 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 really with the program right now. They're not just yeah yeah yeah. They're they're a practicing Muslim, and and what you mean by practicing isn't they're just not just praying. I mean they're, they're not they're not they're actually practicing in the mm-hmm. same way. It's not practicing as taking boxes, but actually feeling something. And but what about that makes you? What about being a practicing Muslim is going to stop you from going down? Because if I'm a practicing Muslim and I fully understand what I'm doing, then I'll also fully understand the repercussions of what I'm if I, what I'm gonna do now. So say say I'm gonna watch something bad or or talk to the wrong people or have the ability to buy something that I shouldn't. So let's just make it real. When we talk about the things you shouldn't be doing on the internet, enumerate those for me. Really? So we know yes. Okay, I'll get pornography out of the way. Yeah. What else shouldn't you be doing on the internet i mean when i say internet you don't mean just you don't mean just like surfing the web you also you can I mean order your things phone, your, my fo- your phone uh, uh, yeah. talking to the wrong talking to people before like talking to the wrong people you know what i mean like t- not talking to people before i'm married yeah. doing oh, stuff talking like to that girls. yeah doing stuff like that 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 i think that's the biggest danger of them all like that's the worst one Talking okay, talking to girls. Okay, I mean, like, I don't mean like I don't mean like I, like just like talking to a girl like, like the enemy, but you know what I mean, like talking to them in yeah. a different type of way. Hey, baby. Yeah. yeah. I think to be honest, I think that has more potential for damage than the other thing. Than the other thing. Yeah. Um, we need a code word for the other thing, so not to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, popcorn. Popcorn. I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah, the P and then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. 
there's talking to girls in the hey baby way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is popcorn. Yeah. What else is, do you consider bad? There's a lot of people on the internet who are very anti-Islam. There are people who are super right-wing and just like these Muslims want to kill us all. And then there's people more towards the left who are smarter. Who who they they really they hate Islam, but they're not going at they're not attacking it by just like with just blind hate and just like we gotta deport all of these guys. No, they they're they're more systematic. They're smarter. They bring arguments that ninety nine percent point ninety nine point nine percent of Muslims won't be able to respond to. Okay, and that has the that has the potential to bring a Muslim away from his deen by oh he, yeah he is making sense like. Yeah. Because I think if you look, I, I haven't really studied this, but the people who have left Islam, the very notable ones who talk about, oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was oppressed there. I'm sure most of them come from a background that they weren't well-rounded Islamically, and maybe they were, maybe they were, maybe all they saw was the like a, a bad face of Islam from people who don't who didn't understand it. So they thought this this thing must suck. Because recently, I was actually talking to someone a couple of days ago. Who obvi- it's ob- like they, they left Islam. They used to be Muslim, but they left Islam. They're a kid. They're like 16, 17. Their family left, and they just they went along with it for the ride. And it's obvious none of them have any Islamic grounding at all. Like they just they were born into a Muslim family, and they didn't they, like they. I'm sure they prayed, but that was it. And they didn't understand Islam. They just they're just doing it right. And they, like, none of them had studied anything. None of, like if you, probably, if you ask them what hadith was, they probably wouldn't be able to tell you. So I think that's a big problem. I think people who are uneducated Islamically and who just they're just Muslims, they're just Muslims, right? I think they have a they have the potential to do more harm to Islam than than uh, the people who are trying to take them away from Islam. Because if you leave, you're setting an example for other people. So you're saying that there are areas in the internet that can shake your faith give you a crisis of faith and that's another area that can bring you down like like popcorn and and hey babe and hey babe uh okay and then we spoke about in another i'll add some in the the other i think the podcast two or three about the impacts of social social media media and what, what it does to your personality and this need for likes and, uh, or even a lot of the, forget, forget even, you know, the atheists and things like that. There's a lot of stuff happening now that's like screwing with young people's minds mm-hmm. around identity, what do you mean? Like, what do you identity mean? and introducing subjects that they haven't even thought about before. Kids, you know, there is 11 year old kids on the internet talking about cutting. Mm-hmm. If you were to ask me at 11 what cutting was, I would say it's what you do with construction paper. Yeah, you know, and now you have people like I'm sad, I'm cutting, and all of this kind of stuff, and there's a lot of. It's almost like there's a lot of good information, but a lot of terrible information out there. Yeah, and you maybe you're not, maybe you're not happy because you know of this reason that I think there's a lot of planting seeds and uh, a lot of dangerous things on the internet, unfiltered, as as our. It's, you know, fake, fake news or fake information, or, mm-hmm. as, you know, as our beloved president uh, says. Well, our president, although tomorrow he won't be our president anymore. And so these are all these things that, yes, we, we're trying to protect 
you from and also very fearful of when all of this stuff opens up to you given that you you have been guarded it's it's a danger so you, you're saying your point so far is that you want to get to a certain place and there's two aspects to what you said there's the spiritual aspect which is in a sense getting to a place of faith where you know you know uh, yeah that you're actually being observed mm-hmm you know, you're not just being told it. Like you because you you know that. right now. Yeah. The truth is, you know right now that your parents are observing you, mm-hmm. and you forget every once in a while, just like any human forgets, and we start seeing some some interesting stuff happening, right? Yeah. And and then you we remind you, or I remind you, like, oh, that's interesting stuff thing you just did, and all of a sudden you, you back off. You, yeah, you back off, and so I actually see your human nature play out in front of me as you forget that your parent, you know, your parents are getting notified. Mm-hmm. There's this study that was done. I, 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 I learned about in psychology. I forgot what it was called. But they're, they're the, um, they'd have people come in and they would tell them. And, they, and, they'd, and they'd, um, they'd, they wouldn't tell them why they were there. They're telling them, you're being observed. They sit them out in this room and they ask them a bunch of random questions that didn't have anything to do with anything. But they tell them, you're being observed in that, in that one-way uh, window. And so they understand that. And for the first... Let's say I think it was the first hour. Everybody would everybody would be like super like worried and kept looking at the window. And then over time, everybody would relax. Everybody, everybody would relax and start to forget to the extent that some people even would start adjusting. Like during a during breaks, they'd go up to the window and just completely forget and just start adjusting their pants. And so it's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Now imagine, imagine I was to remind you that I am watching you mm-hmm. five times a day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the and this is where your earlier point is exactly right. You have to believe that I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. You have to believe. Yeah, and you have faith that I'm watching you. The question is, how do you develop the faith that God is watching you? And by the way, I'm much older than you, and I can't even say that I have that faith. Yeah, that I'm describing, and. You want to get there by your by the time you're 18. I'd love to get there by the time I'm 48, because that that's that's really the point. The point is, you know, your creator's watching you, and do you know what the cornerstone characteristic of the Umm Sayyidina Muhammad is? No, I mean, I mean I'm sure I do. It has but one, the one cornerstone characteristic? Knowing that Allah's watching you. Haya. Okay. But yes, I mean yeah. that's. Uh, but imagine, but that's the question is, how do you get the faith mm-hmm. to be able to do that? And that's incredibly difficult. Easy to say, Hard to Allah, Allah's watching you. And by the way, that's not what convinces most, for example, young men not to, let's just say, engage in popcorn. Mm-hmm. If you want to scare a person, a young man, into not watching popcorn, give him the statistics. Yeah, the fact that by the time in his 20s, he will not be able to perform. Mm-hmm. If he's going to grow up on a diet of popcorn, by the time he actually, you know... Gets to doing stuff? Yeah. Gets married and... Yeah, let's just stick... Gets, let's just say gets married. He won't be able to... It's literally rewiring the brain. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't... It's so crazy to me because... And uh, believe it or not, I actually don't blame anybody. 
When I was young, way back in the olden days, if you wanted to see something, if you wanted to have some popcorn, it was so difficult. You know, there were channels that, you know, you'd go to channel, you know, 998 if you had cable. And we didn't even have cable. Those who had cables, and they would be very squiggly, fuzzy lines. Uh, I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but I'll tell you, but it'll be very, and that's where the bad channels were. They were like the 900s, uh-huh. way, way back in in, in the old. I don't days. know what you're talking about. But? I don't know what the 900s are. So and... you like so there's channel two. Oh, okay. CBS. So channel number, channel. Yeah, number. this is not internet number. This is channel number because uh-huh. there was no internet yet. Well, there was no internet the way you 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 know understand the internet, and. Uh, you'd go to channel whatever and you see some squiggly lines and that's where you, you you'd have to kind of almost it's like looking at the matrix <laughs> yeah. you know it's like looking at the matrix there's nothing yeah. you know it's not like yeah. it's not it's not high definition it's, it's the opposite it's like squiggly create it's like exactly like looking at the matrix and saying oh i see i see popcorn yeah or you'd hear a friend of a friend of a friend has a magazine or something like that mm-hmm that's that's uh, so you have to search for it you have to work for it you have to work hard to get it whereas now it's a website it's not for forget it's it's finding you it's like constantly like you know knocking on your windows like hey <laughs> you know hey. i'm right here <laughs> you, want, you want some popcorn yeah so i actually don't blame i don't i don't blame because for, uh, for you know, Muslims when I, when I it's hear, not haram like it's, it's not it's not for anybody i mean let's just i don't blame Anyone who's a teenager, who has a device that's constantly saying, "Hey, hey, look at me." There's only so much willpower. Yeah, you know, it's it's like that a young man or I can't speak to a young woman, but a young man can before like you know, let me just see what that thing is. Mm-hmm. And so getting getting to the point. So you're you're at the point right now where you're 16. You know your parents. Are, you have faith. Because you know, yeah, we'll tell you. Hey, I can I can see the I can see the app on your phone. You can see the app on my phone that we've talked about it, and you're saying you want to get to the point where you have a real faith that the the creator who created your parents is watching you, mm-hmm. and you want to get there by eighteen. Yeah, and also you want to have the knowledge to be able to defend your psyche, your mind from a crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. And you have two years to get there. Yes, I can see. I can see the problem here. No, I'm not saying the problem. I'm just trying to work out what you're thinking. And and I think if I do have that by the time by the time you you let the barriers down, and I the floodgates open, I think yeah. I think if I do have those, if some okay, let's just put it like this. If somebody does have those, like has those has that faith in Islam and that knowledge that the Creator is watching, and he messes up, then something's wrong. Something's wrong with him. Like if you. If you, if I know you're watching me do something, and you can see through my camera, and I start doing something bad, and I know you're watching me, then when I get in trouble two days later, and I'm like, why am I getting in trouble? Then I have a mental problem, and there's a problem somewhere, and so that's why I don't think there's a problem somewhere with me. I think if I know somebody's watching, I'm not gonna do it. If I come constantly reminded five times a day somebody's watching me. I'm not going to do something bad. So that's why I think those are the tools that I need to succeed. If I want, if I want to succeed, succeed, that's what I need. Yeah. That's the tools I need too. Yeah. So the, so the question is how, how does one get to that point? I, I, I don't know. I don't know yet. I have to, we have to, we have to write, do a whole goal thing on that. Try to figure that part out. I, I, 
Maybe so what be- the goal is to get to the point where you have this, there's an Islamic word for this, where you're conscious of God. Come on, what is that? Is there an actual term for this? Taqwa? Yes. Yeah, taqwa, yeah, yeah. I'm very Islamic. I know I know all of this stuff. You know all the Islams? Yeah. Yeah, that's being conscious conscious of God. And the question is how do you get to the point? And and I, I can't give you Because if you if there was a clear set path and everybody would do or not everybody but a no, lot there, of people. There there is, do it. I believe, a clear set path. I can't tell you because I don't believe I'm I'm there. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest, where I still avoid things because they're bad for me physically. Yeah, like food and yeah, like I, I I'm very conscious of what I put in my body, what, the inputs and things like that. Not so much from a spiritual aspect, but from a material aspect. You know, mm-hmm. a, a fear of I am conscious of. Of the, f- the, the the physical aspects of things, but h- how do we get to point? How do we get to the point where we avoid or you avoid some of these toxic things on the internet or, or toxic things in general? It doesn't just have to be, you know, hey babe, in in on the internet. Could it be in hey real life in as real well? Life, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not. This, this stuff is not limited to the internet. The stuff is the internet is just how we're spending, unfortunately, a lot of our time. Mm-hmm. But all of this stuff. Exists in the, in the quote unquote real world, it just so happens the internet is weirdly becoming the real world for us, yeah. driven by COVID and that kind of stuff. And yeah. So how do you develop that uh, taqwa, God consciousness, to where a you really believe that you're being observed, and in the, the way that you believe your parents are observing you, uh-huh. and that you, and then you're reminded five times a day. So yeah, we ha- that's one thing I guess we have to. I didn't even think about this before. Like we start, we sat down to record this. I didn't, I didn't, as we were, as we started talking, like, I, I think that's when I realized as that's what, that's, this is what I need to do. So I don't really know what my next step is. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe talking to people like people, like the president of my university, for example, he's, I think he's a good example of a well-rounded person who has a ton of talk. I think I, I don't know him like hundred percent, but from what I've seen of him, when I what I've heard about him, he's the right person to go to for things like this. And I think that's a good answer. You want to get you want to get be able to deadlift three hundred pounds or four hundred pounds. You, you find somebody who deadlifts three four hundred pounds. And anything you want to do, you have to find the master in that. Yeah, find the master in that. To the extent that you can actually, the challenge obviously is you can demonstrate the ability to deadlift six hundred pounds. Uh huh. You can't demonstrate taqwa. Yeah. Or maybe you can. I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a good next step. Yeah. And I also didn't... I, I didn't think when we started talking about sh- monitoring devices that we'd come... To taqwa. Well, yeah, we'd get to taqwa either. But I guess it's... It is connected in a way. It is. It is absolutely connected. And and I, I wish I was the... I wish I was the person that could tell you exactly how to get there because I am there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it will be disingenuous to, for me to tell you I am there. Uh, although not talking about it, I, I would love to be there. Yeah. Uh, so when, when you ask and you find out and you do all this in the next two years before you're 18, uh-huh. you know, please tell me. Okay. I have to, I have to, I have to get started then. <laughs> no, please do and, and, and please seek him out and, and speak to him and speak to others that you think are where you 
want to be and and whatever you learn you know, please share it with me okay thanks baba thank you yusuf There.